Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Wednesday, October 28, 2020, and welcome to episode number 226 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw on the line here with you. My apologies for the, of course, the abrupt lateness here. We just had a technical snafu, of course. I don't know if it was on the part of talk show or not, but... Uh, nonetheless, it was, uh, we did have, it did get it resolved here so we can go ahead and bring you, of course, the best, uh, the best pop culture stories, of course, that are currently out right now, even as we speak, of course, we'll be bringing those to our good friends at 411mania.com here this evening. Plus also, ladies and gentlemen, we will bring you some wrestling news tidbits to get you set for revolution here this evening. Plus also folks will be bringing you some pop culture, <clears throat> Uh, history and birthdays here for today, of course, in the world of TV, movies, music, and, of course, sports as well. If you care to chime in on anything and everything, that we, if, you care, if you care to hear about anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, uh, 141-387-POUND. Again, 141-387-POUND, and press that one, of course, as always, to chime in on anything and everything that we wish, we wish to, of course, discuss here this evening. Let's go ahead and get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. It is now, of course, 6.58 p.m. Eastern Time. Let's go ahead and see what we, some of the stories that are out through our friends, of course, at uh, 411mania.com here, of course, are taking place over the next, over the last, of course, couple of couple of days here let's go ahead and see what we have on hand we of course first off want to as always thank our friends um at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the wcws radio network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows 
<clears throat> including, of course, in addition to Outside the Ropes, of course, as always, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Power Hour, as well as WWS This Morning, among others. Let's go to our first story right now, which has kind of a, um, uh, of course, a um, movies, um, uh, pop culture, and wrestling feel to the story. Jeremy Thomas has our story came out here yesterday, as apparently Paramount delays WWE Studios movie Rumble by four months. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and read this right here. WWE Studios animated wrestling monster movie Rumble has has been the latest to be delayed due to, of course, the pandemic. Paramount Pictures has announced that the film, which was set to release January 29, 2021, will now will not release now until May the 14th, 2021. The film was directed by Hamish Grieve and features the voices of Geraldine Vishwanathan, Terry Crews, Will Arnett, Including some, including you also have some, a uh, uh, couple of uh, wrestling talents here right now in the form of Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns, but also Ben Schwartz, Jimmy Tatro, Tony Danza, Stephen A. Smith, and Susan Kelechi Watson is described as follows: In a world where monster wrestling is a global sport and monsters are superstar athletes, teenage Winnie seeks to follow in her father's footsteps by coaching a lovable underdog monster into a champion so ladies and gentlemen of course those are of course the first time we heard about it here that they're doing an animated uh wrestling movie here but of course now it will be pushed back from the end of january to of course around the middle of may of next year and of course ladies and gentlemen the pandemic once again is to officially blame for this our next story here of course we talked about this a couple of times here in the past Jeremy Thomas posted a story yesterday as Bat as as the folks behind Batwoman unveils Javika Leslie in her full costume. We'll have a new Batwoman when the Epimus, when the CW show returns early next year, and we have the first look at Javika Leslie in her own full Batman Batwoman suit. The official Batwoman Twitter account released a new look at Leslie as Ryan Wilder, the woman who will take on the role of Batwoman after Kate Kane goes missing. In the suit, as you can, and of course, as you can, of course, uh, check out in this uh, Twitter account here, Ryan is sporting a suit naturally curt with feature naturally curly hair with red streaks that looks more realistic than the bright red wig that Ruby Rose's uh, Kate Kane wore. It also features red forearm gauntlets and shorter boots. Executive producer Caroline Dries told Deadline that the suit comes from Ryan recognizing the power of the icon of, of the, recognizing the power of the icon iconography, saying Ryan's journey starts from a place of what can this bat suit do for me? But it's not long before she realizes it, the power of its symbol and what it can do for everyone else in Gotham City. She continued, as Ryan embraces everything that makes her special, she adjusts the suit to fit her perfectly and figuratively. This meant creating a new body design and new cow that was undeniably a statement that screamed powerful. Maya Manny sent me her drawings, and I loved it. The wig was something we never perfected in season one, and Janice Wortman crushed it. With this, with this new take, Javika and I saw various prototypes of styles and red ombres. 
and at one point we were trading our own iPad Doodle versions. Janice translated that into what we are looking at now. When I see it, I smile. It makes me feel inspired. Costumes designer Maya Manny added, I was asked by Caroline Dries to, to design a bat suit that was unique to the character of Ryan Wilder as she is a highly skilled fighter. Encapsulating her raw, athletic, and passionate nature was imperative as Batwoman Javika Leslie not only brings a fresh perspective but physical strength to the role. It was important for the new suit to define Javika's commanding presence while showcasing her athleticism, allowing her the freedom to express the physical nature of Batwoman, all while looking ultra cool in the process. Leslie has taken on taking on the role after Ruby Rose exited the series. Robert Ryan Wilder is described, described as likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. Nothing like Kate Kane, the woman who wore the bat suit before her. The new season will premiere in January of next year. And of course, the Batwoman Twitter handle has got a picture of, of course, of the um, of this costume. If you, of course, want to go on. Uh, check out is that at CW Batwoman if you, it was posted I do believe uh, let's see on Monday so if you want to check out that Twitter that picture on on their Twitter account please feel free to do so the suit looks awesome in my personal opinion it looks very awesome indeed but we can't wait of course to see the brand new uh, Batwoman Batwoman series coming out Jeremy Thomas posted this story as well yesterday is DC Annandale's first look at Red Hood in Titans Season 3. Titans is moving to HBO Max for its third season, and of course we have our first look at Jason Todd as the Red Hood in the upcoming season. The official Titans Twitter account posted pics of the Red Hood outfit that Jason, played by Curran Walters, will don for the upcoming season. The third season will also see the debut of Barbara Gordon. DC also announced that the first two seasons of Titans will hit HBO Max on November 1st, the show, which debuted on DC Universe before now to making the jump to HBO Max, stars Brenton uh, Thwaites as Dick, Dra Dick Grayson, Tegan Croft as Raven, Anna Diop as uh, Starfire, and Alan Richson and Mika Kelly as Hawk and Dove. Season 2 included Joshua Open Orpin as Connor Kent, as well as known as Superboy, S.A. Morales as Deathstroke, Chelsea Mann as Jericho Wilson, Chelsea T. Zhang as Rose Wilson, otherwise known as The Ravager. Ian Glenn as Bruce Wayne. Natalie Gumby as Mercy Graves. And Drew Van Acker as Aqualad. The new season will also, uh, is also expected to introduce the Scarecrow and will take place in Gotham. No debut date for the third season has yet been given. But, of course, like I said, check out, of course, the DC Titans uh, Twitter account to see a picture, of course, of the new Red Hood outfit. If you'd like to take a look at that. As we, of course, continue on here, of course, obviously in the uh, um, comic book genre, uh, the story was posted on Monday as, of course, Oscar Isaac, because you might remember him playing Poe in the last several Star Wars movies, is in, was in talks, of course, as of Monday, to star in Disney Plus's Moon Knight. Marvel is going big with their upcoming Moon Knight series with, with Dune and Star Wars star Oscar Isaac in talks for the role. Deadline reports that the actor is in negotiations to play Mark Spector in the upcoming series, which will be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Isaac's potential casting comes on the heels of reports that Tatiana Mas Maslany, I hope I pronounced that name right, 
will star in the streamer's She-Hulk series, while Iman Vellani will play Kamala Khan in Ms. Marvel. The shows will be a full part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with potential for the cast to appear in future films and projects. Moon Knight, also known as Mark Spector, was created in 1975 and as a former mercenary who became the mortal agent of the Egyptian god Korishu after being left for dead on a mission in Egypt. He suffers from disassociated identity disorder with several alternate personalities. There is no word on when the series may begin production or air. But we'll keep you informed, of course, if, if of course, if we hear anything new about uh, that, uh, those talks there, indeed. Uh, let's see what we have here. Also, coming out, it came out Monday. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this as Courtney Cox, as, as the character Gail Weathers, is spotted in a set pick for the movie, for the uh, fifth Scream movie. A new set pick from Scream 5 has come online, showing one of the original one of the original cast back in action. Of course, you can see from the Scream series unofficial Twitter account, Courtney Cox was seen on set in full Gail Weathers regalia. Filming is currently ongoing in Wilmington, North Carolina on the sequel, which is set to open on January 14, 2022. Cox is joined by returnees Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Marty Shelton, while new cast members will include Dylan Manette, Mason Gooden, Kyle Gauner, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Mikey Madison, Jack Quaid, Melissa Barrera, and Jenna Ortega. The film is directed by Ready or Not's Matt Bentinelli Open and Tyler Gillette from a script by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Plot details have yet to be officially revealed. Of course, you can check that out, like I said, on the, uh, the Twitter account about that, about that sighting we just now mentioned. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted a story. This was on Sunday. We're going back a little ways here, folks. We're just trying to catch everybody up on a lot of things in case you haven't heard about some of this. Jeremy Thomas did post this story. It was back on Sunday as production is was was back on for Jurassic World Dominion following the halt due to the pandemic. Jurassic World Dominion is back in action after a delay of a couple weeks over positive pan, uh, virus tests. Director Colin Trevorrow has posted to Twitter to confirm that production is back up and running, include, and also includes a photo of franchise stars Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. In truth, the film did not completely shut down after a few crew members tested positive for the virus. Variety reports that key cast members shot secondary sequences during the hiatus, with production kicking back in last Friday. The main sequences are now filming again. The film will also star Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, Jake Johnson, Omar C. Daniela, Daniela Panita, also Justice Smith, as well as, like we said, uh, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, and also Campbell Scott, along with franchise newcomers Mamudu Athi, DeWanda Wise, Deacon Lockman, and Scott Hayes. The film is currently set to be released on June 10th, 2022. And all, and of course the uh, direct, and of course the director Colin Trevorrow pretty much posted on his Twitter account. We pretty much said the word back. And of course, like I said, this one this one features the picture, of course, of Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. So just in case if uh, anyone was kind of curious about that. Jeremy Thomas posted this month, posted this on Sunday as well as Warner Brothers sets a director for the sequel to The Meg. 
The Meg is getting ready to swim again with Warner Bros. finding a director for the Giant Sharks film sequel. THR reports that Ben Wheatley from the movie Rebecca has signed on to direct the follow-up to the 2018 John Turtletop-directed Jason Statham vehicle, which was adapted from Stephen Allen's Nook series. The sequel will be based on the second book in the series, uh, The Meg, The Trench. Statham is expected to return, return along with writers John and Eric Hopper, Hober, and also Dean George, 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 George Garris. There you go, sorry. First one saw Statham at the head of a team that goes to rescue a deep-sea observation program after it was attacked by the titular creature, a megalodon shark, which, which was thought to be extinct. Despite a massive $178 million budget, the film overperformed to become a hit for Warner Brothers with $527.4 million worldwide. The sequel does not ha yet have an official release date. So we'll keep, we'll keep you informed, of course, when that does take place. Uh, uh, Joseph Lee posted this story. This one, We're going a little bit back here, folks. We're going to go back here to Saturday. As the, as the entire team is revealed as the Suicide Squad covers Empire Magazine. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad has landed the cover of Empire Magazine, which shows off the supersized team for the sequel. <clears throat> the film will be released on will, will definitely be released on August 6, 2021. It was written and directed by Gunn. It stars Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Ildris Elba as Bloodsport, John Cena as Pacemaker, Peacemaker, I'm sorry, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg, Peter Capaldi as The Thinker, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, David Dasmalchen as Polka Dot Man, uh, Michael Rooker as Savant, Nathan Fillion as TDK, Daniela Melikor as Ratcatcher, Steve Agee as King Shark, and Sean Gunn as Weasel. So, so definitely check. So definitely check that out there. Of course the. Uh, Looking, looking, uh, looking pretty darn good there. So definitely check out that cover right there, indeed. Uh, this was something that was talked about here. I've seen it a couple, seen it, seen it advertised a couple times. Joseph Lee posted this story back, like I said, on Sunday, as Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke being being brought back for reshoots for Justice League. Reshoots for Justice League to get the Snyder Cut ready for its HBO Max debut in 2021, but more characters are being brought in that weren't in the theatrical cut. Collider reports that Joe Manganiello, who played Deathstroke in the post-credit scene in the film, is being brought back to film more material. This follows news from earlier this week that Jared, Jared Leto's Joker, who wasn't even in the film, was also being brought in. Both joined Ben Affleck, who played Batman, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, and Amber Heard, who played Mira. As of now, Henry Cavell, and <clears throat> Henry Cavell, who did Superman, and Gal Gadot, who did Wonder Woman, have not been at the shoots, as Cavell previously said he wasn't taking part. And one more quick one before we go into, of course, some of our uh, pop culture history and birthdays here, folks. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this all the way back, of course, on Friday, as Marvel reportedly is seeking writers for a 
new Marvel Cinematic Universe film based on Blade. Marvel announced that their plans to bring Blade into the Marvel Cinematic Universe at Comic-Con last year, and they are now looking for writers. THR noted in an article about inclusive, inclusive it, about inclusive, inclusivity in writers' rooms that the studio is currently seeking a writing team to tackle the new film, which would bring, which, which bring the popular vampire hunter from their comics into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The news isn't too much of a shock after all. It was specified at the time of the announcement that Blade wouldn't arrive until Phase 5 of the MCU. Phase 4 will take us into early 2022 at this point, starting with Black Widow in May of next year. Pending potential, of course, pandemic enforced changes, and ended with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in March of 2022. All we know about Blade is that Marshala Ali will be playing the role. More details are sure to arrive in the coming months. However, so folks, there you have it. There with that for the for the time being. Um, let's while we of course get ready to check out our pop culture history and birthdays. Let's go ahead and give you this number one more time, 1-605-562-0444, uh, caller ID 141-387-POUND. <clears throat> this, is a, this is, of course, episode 226 of, of course, WCW, of WCWS Outside the Ropes, of course, Wednesday, October 28, 2020. Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you. Of course, the rest of the panel waits you up to handle. I'm sure, obviously, checking out, of course, uh, checking out, of course, uh, NXT and AEW here tonight. There may be, of course, uh, some, some something going on with NXT, but we'll talk about that a little bit later this evening. But don't forget to check us out on episode 904 of Revolution coming up at 9 o'clock. 138055 pounds. We bring you the latest, latest wrestling news and views. Also, of course, the latest history and birthdays. And also, of course, we'll talk about the results. Of course, if there's any for NXT, we'll definitely bring them here to you. But also, but also, of course, here, folks. Um, um, <clears throat> and of course, we'll talk about a. We'll talk about the results of AEW as well. If we do have them, we do have them officially. And we'll, of course, continue to update you, of course, on the NXT US uh, Halloween Havoc Championship uh, Tournament quarterfinals. As, of course, the voting will continue on all through, of course, the end of this week on Revolution. And we'll let everybody know, of course, if we have any official results, of course, for that by the time that pops up here on Friday. But we'll keep you informed about that all throughout all throughout the week here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, if we get any more votes, and we'll definitely let you know. Let's go ahead here and go to our to some pop culture history and birthdays. As you said, we'll start off with the world of movies and TV here for today, October 28th. On its date in 1921, Amsterdam's Tuschinski Movie Theater opens. On its date in 1941, the movie How Green Was My Valley, based on the novel by Richard Llewellyn, directed by John Ford and starring Walter Pidgeon and Maureen O'Hara, premieres in New York City and wins the Best Picture in 1942. I believe that's the Oscar probably. I think that's what they got. So. On its date in 1957, WMVS-TV Channel 10 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is a which I believe was still a PBS affiliate then and still is now, begins broadcasting. On its day in 1978, uh, NBC, NBC's premiere of, Kit, of the rock band Kiss's acting debut, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park TV uh, film uh, debuts. On its day in 2001, the indie cult hit Donnie Darko, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, is released. 
I'm saying 2007, the B movie premieres in the United States and the United Kingdom. On this date in 2015, third Republican presidential candidate's debate run by CNBC takes place in Boulder, Colorado. And on this date in 2016, Disney and Elisa Cara released a, released a song, How Far Would I Go, for the film Mona. Of course, that was the one, I believe, uh, one of the central characters was voiced by The Rock, I believe, I'm not mistaken. Uh, some birthdays, of course, here today in the world of movies and TV. We wish Julia Roberts a happy 53rd birthday and Joaquin Phoenix, who, of course, played uh, Johnny Cash in the biopic uh, Walk the Line, turns 46 today. So happy birthday to them. Sadly, some, some passings, of course, here in the, uh, in the world of... Uh, in, uh, <clears throat> in, in the world of movies and TV. On this day in 1905, Alphonse Alas, who was a French humorist and writer, uh, known for La Chat Noir, sadly passed away. On this day in 1939, Alice Brady, who was an actress who did My Man Godfrey and Gay Divorcee, sadly passes away at the age of 46. On this date in 1969, Constance Dowling, who was an actress who, of course, was in the movie Blind Spot, Sadly, passes away of cardiac arrest at the age of 49. And also, on this day in 1973, Sergio Tufano, who is an actor from Italy, uh, sadly passes away. He was born, uh, we believe this was probably by natural causes, he was born in 1883. So he lived to be about, uh, he lived to be about 90 years old there, folks. So, indeed. And, and one wedding to report here on the state in 1981, film director David Lean, who was 73 at the time, weds his fifth wife, Sandra Hot. Hots or Hots. So, yes. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Now, let's check, of course, the world of music here, folks, and see what we have. And we're going to go back a little ways here again here, folks. Not a whole lot to talk about here, but we'll have it right here. On the state in 1893, uh, Tchaikovsky conducts his first performance of a symphony number no. no. six in B minor called Pathétique. I think that's I think that's how it was supposed to be pronounced. On the day in nineteen fifteen, Richard Strauss's Alpen Symphonie premieres in Berlin. On the day in nineteen sixty one, Fiorello closes at Broadhurst Theater in New York City, starring Tom Bosley. Uh, after seven closes at Broadhurst Theater in New York City, starring Tom Bosley, uh, after 796 performances and a Pulitzer Prize. I was dated in 1971, John Lennon and Yoko Ono record Happy Christmas, The War is Over in New York City. Uh, that was a great, that was a great, uh, that's a great song, of course, they sung during the holidays. And of course, I think it's been done several, I think it's been done by several other folks, uh, I want to say it was, I think it was Celine Dion that may have probably redid it at one point, I think, but I'm not sure. And also on this date in 1972, Mother Earth closes at Velasco Theater in New York City after only 12 performances. Uh, today would have been, let's see here, let me, let me check my, uh, uh, let me, let me check, of course, my, uh, um, Let's, let's, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Today, uh, Howard, our composer Howard Hansen would have been. Let's see. Sounds like a. Let me double check that. Make sure. Uh, let's see. Uh -huh. Sorry about that. Yes. He, Composer Howard Hansen would have turned 124 years old today. Sadly, he passed away in 1981. Some other passings, of course, in uh, <coughs> excuse me, took place in the world of music. On stage 1639, Stefano Landi, a composer from Italy, that's how they passed away. He was born in 1587. On stage 1755, Joseph Bodin de Boats Mortimer, who was a composer, sadly passes away at 65. On his date in 1768, Michel Lavette, a French court flautist and composer, sadly passes away at the age of 68. And on his date in 1779, Raphael Weiss, a German composer and a priest, sadly passes away at the age of 66. And of course, we have no uh, no weddings to report here, of course, in the world of uh, of uh, music, but let us check, of course. Uh, let's, let's check, of course, the world of sports right here on this day. Here with some interesting tidbits here. On this day in 1890, World Championship Baseball Series, Washington Park, New York, the Louisville Colonials beat Brooklyn, the, Bro the Brooklyn Bridegrooms, six to two in Game Seven, the tie series at three three and one. The deciding game was never played. On this date in 19 1900. The, I would assume this is like the second summer, or, or, or is now the modern Olympic Games in Paris, France. Competition ends after five months. No opening or closing ceremonies conducted. On this day in 1924, the White Sox beat the New York Giants 8-4 in Dublin. Uh, less than 20 fans attend the game. On this day in 1934, Brooklyn and Pittsburgh play a penalty-free NFL game. On this day in 1951, Juan Manuel Fangio of Argentina wins Formula, Formula One World Drivers Championship by taking out the Spanish Grand Prix at Pedralab in an Alfa Romeo. Wins by six points from Alberto Ascari of Italy. Uh, on this day in 1953, Red Barber resigns as Dodgers sportscaster to join the Yankees. On this day in 1954, Major League owners vote down sale of the A's. To a Philadelphia syndicate. And I'll say 1959, American Football League awards Buffalo Bills franchise to Ralph C. Wilson. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Um, one, birth one birthday to report here the happy birthday to Lenny Wilkins. Today he turns 83 years old. And also, of course, on this, and also, of course, we lost, we did lose someone in the world of sports. It was, let's see, 14 years ago today, Red Auerbach sadly passes away. Uh, let me see, let me see how, how old he was when when he uh, passed away here. Uh, he was, he was, uh, he was 89 years old. I think, he might have been, of course, he may have been close to 89, but he was around 89 years old when he sadly passed away, so... There you have it there with, of course, your pop culture uh, history and birthdays here, of course, for the, like I said, in movies, TV, music, and sports here, of course, for today. And, of course, uh, more than likely, the human suplex machine, John Gross, 
we'll definitely be bringing us some uh, we'll be bringing us some uh, pop culture history updates here coming up here on not episode 904 revolution coming up a little bit later later in the later in the show later in the evening there you go and we have five quick stories here we're going to we're going to bring here to even we'll go past like i said the uh past the 7 30 time slot but that's a, that's quite all right uh the biggest story here uh, of course this was brought to my attention by the ice manager di geronimo earlier this afternoon Joseph Lee posted this story on the more details here on the latest uh, pandemic outbreak at the WWE Performance Center. Let's see. Let's, let's read this here, folks. As 411 Mania reported yesterday, the WWE has been hit with another outbreak of the virus at the Performance Center to the point that tonight's NXT Halloween Havoc could be affected. According to new details from Fightful Select, the outbreak possibly happened at a training event this past Friday. NXT regularly holds in-house live events to track how far along the NXT talent are. That kind of event was held on Friday, and many of those in attendance were the ones asked to quarantine. Those who did not attend were in the dark about rumors of an outbreak, and many were asked to, to come in and make noise for Halloween Havoc. It was noted that several training sessions have also been canceled. WWE does not test their talent daily, but it is at least twice a week. So this may kind of probably change things as far as that's concerned. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely try our best to keep you informed about this and see if they're going to be able to go uh, to, to go forward with this or not. And you're saying the Halloween Havoc event is going to be affected. We'll have to wait and see about, of course, what happens here. Joseph Lee posted this story here. As currently now, AEW is now selling previous some of their previous uh, pay-per-views on DVD. All Elite Wrestling has announced that they are selling five previous pay-per-view events on DVD for the first time ever. Both Double or Nothing from 2019 and 2020 are available as a two-disc set for $24.99 each, as is All Out 2019, Revolution, and Full Year 2019 are $19.99 each. If you purchase three titles, you get 10% off of your order. Uh, this is, of course, you can check this out, of course, here. Uh, um, their Twitter account is shopaew.com. Now available AEW pay-per-view on DVD. Buy three, get an automatic 10% off. Get yours today. So definitely check that out if you want to go and, uh, and uh, you know, you'll be able to kind of own a copy of, uh, um, about, own a copy, of, of course, of officially of an AEW uh, pay-per-view event. So there you go. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story about CM Punk jokes about doing an opening doing an opening match at next year's WrestleMania. A fan recently asked CM Punk if he would come back to WWE to face Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania 37 next year. Punk being Punk decided to make a harmless joke about the length of the event. He wrote, I'd do the opening match. That show is 67 hours long. And he said that on his Twitter account here yesterday. While a match between the two was probably unlikely, Reigns did make his feelings about Punk known earlier this month, noting that he didn't like him. So, so I mean, I don't know, based upon that, I mean, some people have kind of hinted the, the, the possibility of, of, the, of either Roman facing Punk or possibly facing The Rock. I mean, more than likely it may end up being The Rock, but you never know here, folks. You never know. 
Joseph Lee also posted this story here today as Jake Hager, if you remember him as Jack Swagger, says AEW loves it when he fights for Bellator. In an interview with Fightful, Jake Hager spoke about how AEW feels about his fights for Bellator, noting that not only do they love it, they especially love it when he wins. Here are some highlights. On getting clearance from AEW, uh, Hager says, it's pretty easy. Right now, I'm riding high with Chris Jericho in the inner circle. So really, I just got to get the storyline approved ahead of time. If not, have like a song and dance routine or something while I'm not there. I, I thought that was incredible, by the way. Really groundbreaking, but they but, but they love that I fight. Tony Khan wants to make sure that I tell everyone that Tony tells me to win. On being charismatic in MMA, Hager says, I think it's always, I think it always pays to be a character. It pays to be entertaining, to have charisma, to have a certain way that you look or make people feel. It's, it's always good. As a wrestler, that was one of my toughest things to learn getting into the pro wrestling business. You know, a guy's character is bigger than being able to have a five-star wrestling match every time. You got to have a character to really get people invested in you and really care about you. MMA is the same way. Now you can have a different style of character. You're not going to be be quite so over the top because you do get your crap called out with the right hand and all of a sudden that character is gone but at the same time i really enjoy mma audiences because i'm used to playing to a crowd so after that second fight in chicago and they were all booing me or whatever it was like the easiest promo i've ever cut and it's probably one of my best ones i know everyone thinks i can't talk but right but right after i fight you have all the confidence in the world when the mma audience is kind of feeling that you're like uh Feeling that and you're like, oh, you guys just made a mistake. I'm going to get you now. It's like, look at your chops. It's fun. I don't mind being the bad guy if that's what I have to do. But I'm going to stand out either way. And on if he has a musical number in him, Jake Hager says, uh, man, I would love to put a top hat in Kane and give you all the jazz hands. I promise you there might be a time that I get sued by my good friend Chris Jericho. <laughs> okay. And one more quick story here. Of course, speaking of AEW, we'll go ahead and bring you this right here. Um, Joseph Lee did post this story here as AEW officially has filed a trademark for AEW games. FIFA reports that AEW has filed a new trademark for AEW games, which should throw more fuel on the fire of speculation that a video game is on the way. This comes after filling trademarks in September for All Elite, Elite General Manager, and Elite GM. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me about that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely have to, uh, we'll definitely, of course, have to uh, be watching that very, very carefully and saying that, you know, uh, uh, we'll definitely have to wait and see, but, of course, what pops up out here with that. Uh, one quick thing right here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, if you remember at Bound for Glory this past weekend, uh, this past Saturday, of course, Deanna Perrazzo was supposed to defend the knockouts title against Kylie Ray. Well, Kylie Ray did not apparently show up. And, of course, actually, that's why Sue Young right now currently is holding the uh, is holding the knockouts title. Well, Jeremy Thomas has posted here some latest on her status with Impact following of course what happened at Bound for Glory. Let's go ahead and bring let's go ahead and bring this here to you. Kylie Ray's missing out on Bound for Glory was a big headline over this past weekend and a new report on her status in the company is also online. As it has been reported, Ray did not appear at the Bound for Glory taping and impact promoted her right up 
into the match when Sue Young took her place and defeated Deanna Perrazzo for the knockouts title. According to the latest from Fightful Select, there's no negative on Ray from Impact side, and the promotion hopes that she can return in the future. They kept the live storyline op- uh, uh, open-ended in the tapings that took place this week in case she she, she can make the November 17th through the 20th tapings, but they are not pressuring her to do so. As of Tuesday morning, none of the roster has spoken with Fightful, that had spoken with Fightful, had actually heard from her. Ray reportedly did not give an explanation for her absence and just disappeared. When contacted, when contacted after the show, she was said to be physically fine. On this week's Impact, it was suggested in storyline that something happened to her with Deanna Perrazzo's barrister, R.D. Evans, suggested that Sue Young may have had something to do with it. So, uh, right now, like I said, still kind of up in the air here, folks, about uh, about what happened here. But we'll just have to just just go with that. And like, like I said, we'll we'll br- we'll we'll bring this up here, of course, here in more detail um, on Revolution uh, coming up here tonight at uh, nine o'clock. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for listening here this evening to episode two twenty six of uh, WWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, <clears throat> and again, my apologies for the late for the, for the late uh, late start. Of course, like I said, as as we said that before, the situation, of course, always with uh, you know with computers, it always tends to tends to somehow kind of backfire a little bit whenever you plan on something big. Uh. uh <clears throat> But uh, in the meantime, here, folks, we'll definitely, uh, we'll definitely, of course, like I said, uh, <clears throat> we'll definitely, of course, like I said, do our very, very best to keep things going as smooth as silk. I know sometimes it doesn't work out the way we want to, uh, but, but at least we have, at least, of course, for the time, at least for the time being, like I said, we are, um, we are, of course, like I said, committed to bring you the best. Uh, we are we are committed to bringing you, of course, the best discussions on everything going on in wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. So we'll definitely, of course, we'll definitely, of course, be doing that, especially with this evening on, of course, uh, WWS Revolution episode nine hundred four. So be sure to listen in on that one three eight zero five five pound coming up here. Like I said, coming up here at nine o'clock, of course, we'll get you in touch with the latest wrestling news and views, and also, of course, we'll get you started with, the, of course, the latest. Uh, with today's history and birthdays, and we'll do our very best to try to find out something about the current status of, of of course, um, of if NXT's Halloween Havoc show did go down. If it did, of course, we'll give you try to give you the results of that. Plus, also here, folks, we'll definitely let you know about everything that took place on tonight's edition of AEW Dynamite, uh, and and of course, including of course, like I said, a Someone created a Star Wars-esque poster that was just posted to me, posted on our Raw Rant panel chat box from the Black Widow, Michelle, and Dodds. Uh, of course, the TNT title, of course, Cody versus Orange Cassidy tonight on Dynamite. I'll be a pretty good, sh- be a pretty good show here tonight. So, definitely, so definitely here, uh, check that out here, of course, indeed. <clears throat> Episode two twenty six of Outside the Ropes is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, five years older and continuing to be bolder. 
the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your uh, your pop culture connection. Folks, we'll talk at your course like I said a little bit later on here, of course, on WWS Revolution. Uh, be sure to check out all of our shows here. I mean, all of our groups, of course, on Facebook. Um, we have like a ton of classic wrestling material, classic t- uh, material from movies, TVs, cartoon movie movies, TV shows, cartoons. You name it. We have, of course, a bunch of stuff here over the over uh, under the sun. So just definitely, of course, be entertained with what we have, of course, gotten up there, of course, indeed. And also, of course, here, uh, and also, and also, of course, here, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, of course, uh, check out uh, <clears throat> check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows, of course, right here on uh, um, <clears throat> on on all of our shows, of course, on all, on on all of our. Past episodes of all of our shows, of course, here on Talk Shoot. Uh, pa- past episodes for the past, of course, uh, uh, for the past uh, five years, indeed. We definitely would love to hear what you would. We definitely would love to hear what you have to say, indeed. So, uh, folks, take care of yourselves and God bless here, folks. Remember, wash your hands, keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, do a whole lot of praying. But we definitely need to do. We definitely need a lot of that now given, of course, everything going on in the present time. So take care and God bless here, folks. And, of course, we'll be back, like I said, with Revolution coming up here at 9 o'clock. Take care and God bless. Since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. And now we go out with, of course, our opening theme for the evening, which is, of course, from Jose Feliciano, the main, the, the the theme to, of course, uh, uh, to the hit to the hit TV show Chico and the Man. So take care and God bless, folks.
folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.